Hi, welcome to the Live Beautifully podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Scott. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for being part of this podcast with me. I really, really appreciate it. And all of your messages and even tags listening makes my day, my week, my month. Um, It just really means a lot because a lot goes into this podcast and I'm so excited that it's back and I'm really, really excited that you're here. I am sitting here while Colette naps and Bella's in school. The house is calm for a moment and I can record this. Motherhood is the theme of this episode. It's so rewarding, but also so challenging. When we finally have a moment to ourselves, we can either clean, shower, lay down, catch up on texts, scroll Instagram, call a friend, call our mom, listen to a podcast like this, or work on something on our to-do list, but we can only do one of these things at a time. Sometimes I do listen to podcasts about folding laundry, which I do have to say kind of puts you in a meditative state and you can really just listen. But regardless, wherever you are tuning into this, I know that you're carving out time to spend with me. So I really appreciate it. And I just feel like, you know, we can be so grateful for being a mom, but at the same time, recognize that it is the hardest job and you have to be a hundred percent selfless. And I recognize that and I see that in you. And I just want to let you know that you're doing a good job, mama. If you're tuning in as a mom, I see you. If you want to get pregnant or you're growing your family, I feel you. If you're curious and want to listen to this episode to support your mom friends, I thank you. Today, we're sitting down with the amazing Tori Simeon. You may know her from dancing on the half court of Clippers games, working out on TIU, her posts on Instagram, sharing her adorable family posts and motherhood tips, or opening up on TikTok about her postpartum journey. She's incredible. And this conversation is so good. You guys, it's raw, honest, open and so relatable, especially when it comes to how pregnancy can affect our relationship with our partner. I can't wait to hear from you after this episode because the conversation was that good. Before we start, if you haven't seen, Brian and I run a company called Baby Barn together. It's the cutest and best quality clothing for babies and toddlers. And now we're excited to share a launch that's coming up, which I will tease for the first time right here. Mommy and me sets that are so soft and so cute. I'm wearing mine right now and it just feels like you're melting in butter. And then you also can put it on your baby, your kid, your niece, your nephew, or anyone that's in your life that you want to gift it to. It is so cute. You're going to love it. Those are launching very soon. And then right now, uh, the whole website shopbabybarn.com is on sale. So stock up for spring cleaning. We're doing it all before the big launch. And then of course, sign up for our newsletter to make sure that you know when these mommy and me sets are coming out. Thank you so much for supporting our small family business. We can't wait to see your pics tag us on instagram at shop baby barn and thank you again all right let's bring on tori all right here we go we have our matcha tori brought in matcha for us oh yeah yeah the whole thing is going to be <laughs> asmr it's an asmr show <laughs> there's gonna be a baby crying soon <laughs> Um, Tori, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. So excited. So excited. How's your day today? My day has been great today. I have someone helping watch Harper, which always makes me very productive. Um, Had a nice little morning with Harper. She's been waking us at 6 a.m. every day. Mm. At least she sleeps through the night, but 6 a.m. is a little early. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we have a nice little morning routine, so play with her in the morning. And then I got us matchas and I came here. That's kind of in it today. That's so but, good. Yeah. Something that we talked about as soon as you walked through the door is mm-hmm. motherhood has 
really helped you structure your day. Mm-hmm. Talk I am to me learning. about that because I think that we all need a little more maybe structure, especially mm-hmm. for content creators or anything. So let's yeah. dive right in. So, well, I've never worked a nine to five job, really. I've worked in retail before, but even that was kind of like my own hours and I would call out whenever I needed to do something <laughs> on my own. And that's when I was dancing. So I would call out all the time to audition for things. And life was always kind of my own. I was always on my own schedule. I've always been my own boss and I've always made my own hours um, and I love to work whenever I'm feeling inspired Mm -hmm. and whenever I'm feeling motivated. And now that's a little bit different when you have a baby and I might be feeling inspired and motivated, but I have to take care of Harper. So Mm -hmm. my schedule gets derailed and I can't go do the things that I wanted to do that day. Or on the opposite side, when I have the time carved out for myself, I might not feel motivated and inspired during those hours where Mike can watch Harper for me or whoever it is watching Harper. I have to force myself to create the content and start to create a little more of a schedule to get anything done. And this has just been a huge learning curve for me. So now I'm really trying on the weekends to be like, all right, what is the content I have coming up this week? Or what auditions do I have? This What is it on my schedule? And now we really block out time. We schedule it out. Even if I'm not necessarily feeling motivated and inspired during those hours, that's the hours I have. <laughs> so I got to get my work done during that time. Yeah, And that's what it is. And I've heard this thing where it says you have to show up for inspiration. It doesn't always just show up on its own. Ooh, I like um, that. Yeah, that I think they say to my acting class where it's like you have to show up and do the work and you have to show up and put in the practice and whatever it is. And then that's where inspiration comes from. That's where you start to kind of get the wheels turning. So I'm learning that. And it actually has been great for me to see. I don't have to sit around and wait to get like hit with this big inspiration and motivation each day. I can show up for it. And then it gets the wheels turning for more inspiration and motivation to do my work. So it's been helpful. It's been a big learning curve, but it's been great to start this new kind of scheduling out in my life funny that you say that you've always been your own boss mm-hmm. and immediately I was like Harper's the boss now <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like it's so crazy uh-huh. how you have to drop everything when your kid's sick mm-hmm. or if you did schedule childcare and they call out yeah drop everything mm-hmm. um something's happening with anything it could literally be anything and yeah. you ha- they take priority and they are the boss <laughs> Well, it's a it's something my husband and I are learning together mm. too that we have to we can't get mad at each other <laughs> that we're on the same team when that happens, yeah. you know. And it's like, oh, but you had this scheduled and you had that. Well, I'm supposed to be here, <laughs> and and we're all of a sudden yelling at each other. We're like, why are we mad at each other? Yeah, <laughs> you know, we have to figure this out, and this is what it's going to be. We've had this conversation now. I'm like. Mm this is going to be the next at least 18 years of our life when we have something planned. Even if we had childcare that calls out, like we might be the ones that have to show up if she's sick, if she, you know, even if we were planning for somebody else to be watching her, Mm -hmm. plans are going to change. Yeah. And so we're really learning how to stay a team during that. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Because it takes a toll. That's that's really open for you to share that too, because I feel like, I feel like most (laughs) couples Mm -hmm. out there, Mm -hmm. they have that moment where they look at each other and they're like, whose call is more important right now? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Whose Uh meeting is more important Uh right now? Because this is crazy. (laughs) How has parenting helped and shifted and changed your relationship? Mm. Well, we got pregnant on our wedding night. (laughs) So we went from this like party, not party phase, but kind of, we were still just like 
celebration free celebration mm-hmm. we were just like having this huge party weekend we're on our honeymoon yeah. and then as amazing as it was it was this huge shift of you know we thought we were gonna have this whole year of like we're newlyweds and we're traveling and so we went from that to i'm pregnant and then a baby where i think both of us as much as we are these chill people chill parents and the way we parent is who we were before a baby mm. it still does change you and it changes life and i think both of us didn't want to admit that beforehand we're like things won't change we're going to be the same people who we are yeah. and that's just not possible <laughs> so now we're really learning how to be more of a team when when issues come up with a baby when we have to change our schedule when mm. i need help in the middle of the night and <laughs> mm. you know even though there's not really anything mike can do when i'm up breastfeeding mm. and he is learning that i just need the support yeah. we were very individual people in our relationship before this um he would travel for work i would do girl nights all the time and now there's just so much more of we need each other yeah especially during this postpartum time. I think he's really had to learn a lot. Both of us have, but I've needed a lot more from him than I've ever needed before. So that's been a big learning thing for us right now is just how much I need, even if it's just like emotional support, (laughs) which I feel like I used to, everything made me happy that I did. I'm creative. I get everything that I do kind of lights me up and makes me excited. I don't need a lot from other people. (laughs) Even my husband, who I love so much, I don't need a lot from him to make me feel happy. But then we come together, we're our own people, and it was this great thing. Now I need so much. I don't get to go dance. I don't get to do a lot of the things I used to do that made me happy right now. So I need a lot more from him. And that's been a lot on our relationship to kind of learn this new balance. But it's been really great. We went through some really hard fights in the first couple months, especially with the sleep deprivation. Yeah. And now we're at seven months and it's actually been great. Now we're so much better than we were. There was just a lot of ups and downs. (laughs) For someone that was used to being really independent and not asking for any needs to be met, Mm -hmm. how do you now communicate that your needs need to be met? Well, there are days when I definitely don't communicate it as well as I want to. Um, I've... I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but I had postpartum rage for a while, which was really scary because I'm not a very angry person, but that was the only way I knew how to like express what I needed was I was just getting so overwhelmed and so mad and Mm. a little resentful that it was all on me. Mm. I don't know what I thought motherhood was going to be. I think I... I might have thought it was like a split (laughs) 50-50 and there's just so much on the mom. And that was something I really needed to learn. And and once I released that, I'm not angry anymore. <laughs> I don't have postpartum rage anymore. <laughs> but now I just fully ask for what I need. I think before it was always that little like, oh, he'll figure it out on his own. Like, here's a little hint. And, yeah. you know, now I'm just like, this is what I need. Yeah. And then he can show up and do that because there's just too many things going on, you know. So now I'm just a lot better at fully directly expressing what it is I need and Mm -hmm. hearing it, hearing him what he needs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes we forget about their needs too. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) The other day, Brian was, um, he was trying to do something and I was trying to do something, but I had to do it within the next half hour. Mm -hmm. And I was like bouncing Colette around and I was like, will you take her? And he was holding her kind of just like, you know, anxiously waiting. And I go, you won't actually get anything done for the next half hour to mm-hmm. the next hour. So you might as well enjoy this time. He's like, thank you for that reminder. Yeah. That's a great reminder. <laughs> because then you forget, like, enjoy this time. Mm-hmm. If, if, 
if you're going to have to do something with your kid, then you might as well be like, okay, we're, we all have those moments where yes. like, we have to be doing something yes. else, but we're so lucky that we mm-hmm. can slow down mm-hmm. for that moment and be like, okay, let's go play mm-hmm. with blocks. <laughs> that is a hard thing. We're all working parents with babies. How mm-hmm. do you find that balance Yeah, of being present? Because all of a sudden, what is it that they say? The days are long, but the years are short or whatever it is. And I'm seeing that already, how fast it goes by. And then I'm like, why was I worried about getting work done Mm -hmm. during that time when I'm sitting with Harper? You know, it's, it's this back and forth of trying to like balance, but I need to get my work done, but I need to be present with my daughter. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. It is a lot. (laughs) Part of me feels like I'm getting a little second chance with Colette Mm -hmm. because I definitely, we only had childcare when we were working. Mm-hmm. I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. like we never scheduled out childcare for date nights. Yeah, we didn't schedule out time to be a couple mm-hmm. or to have a Saturday morning workout, just the two mm-hmm. of us, or something that we used to do together. Mm-hmm. We only had coverage for when the times that we were like grinding, and then um, you know the nights were crazy. Mm-hmm. And being, you can hear Colette right now. <laughs> I don't know if you knew, um, but, but now I'm like, okay, now I feel like I want to be more efficient. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work as long of the hours mm-hmm. as that I, that I did. I don't want to miss on too much mm-hmm. and then, um, schedule out time to be a couple. I love that. Cause it will, something I'm noticing too, is it's like a battle, especially when you're both working, who gets to just kind of relax or have their own time or be together like there is never that time (laughs) you know sometimes mike will be like well i don't get to do anything for myself now i'm like what do i i don't get to do anything for myself right now (laughs) and i know it will totally change as they grow up i know that but you know it's that kind of battle of like well i worked all day well i worked all day well now it's the end of the day we don't get to just throw the tv on and put our feet up now this is the time to that we are with harper and then who it's just this constant figuring out our schedules now and kind of just balancing life (laughs) and our relationship. And to your point, finding the time for us as a couple too. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I haven't even thought about this, but I'm thinking about all the moms in my life too of saying, hey, once a month, can you just commit to this Saturday morning? I want to go do yoga with a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And once a month is a lot these days for us Mm -hmm. to be able to do something. Mm -hmm. And then saying like, that's what I need. What do you need? Mm -hmm. You want to go play golf on this Sunday or watch sports? I was like, Brian doesn't really watch like football on Sundays. Okay, I'm like, wow, how do women do it that all on a Sunday, they're like on their own, just like any other working day or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Tori just lifted up her hand. I guess, I mean, on Sundays, Brian goes in the garage and cleans the garage for the millionth time. (laughs) And I'm like, I think that he's just getting alone time right now. He's working, in quotes, on the Bronco. (laughs) And I go in there and he's just like listening to music. (laughs) But I think guys need alone time too. Agreed. I think they do. And my new hobby is I've been playing pickleball on Saturday mornings. I saw that. You're so cute. (laughs) It's been really fun in my own little time to myself, you know, like I, I used to be a dancer and I would love to go take dance classes, but they're always at night at like seven o'clock. So that's not going to work for me right now in my life. So I'm like trying to find new things that are really fun and pickleball is in the mornings on the weekends. So that's been my fun little getaway time for myself, which has been very nice. The outfits are cute. Yeah. And the outfits are really cute. (laughs) That helps. I get, I get myself done, put on my cute little outfit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love that. I know we, I grew up playing tennis. And then when I played pickleball, mm. I was like, oh, I could do this. It's really fun. Yeah. 
smaller court too. Mm-hmm. I don't have to run around. It's as a little much less effort, to. kind yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> Better on my hips, my mm-hmm. knees. Older. Exactly. <laughs> what is the biggest thing that you learned about yourself during your pregnancy? Mm. Well, during my pregnancy, I really slowed down, and I think I was really able to do that because it was my first. You know, I don't. I can't imagine what it's like when you have another child running around while you're pregnant. Mm. But I had, this was the time that I was like, I know I'm, this is kind of it. This is it. This is where I'm alone with myself. And I, one of my favorite things through pregnancy and postpartum too, is I have created such a better relationship with my body and with food than I ever had in my life. And I never had like anything, a really bad relationship with food or my body necessarily or anything that I thought was that bad. But I realized how strict I was on myself with workouts and the food that I ate. And during pregnancy, I just took the time to slow down and really figure out what my body was craving. Like, why was I having certain cravings? Okay, I need some cheese. That's fine. I'll eat some cheese, even though I never ate cheese before. At one month, I was craving red meat. I never really ate red meat ever, and I gave myself red meat, and then eventually the craving went away because my body was craving that. I didn't have to feel bad for eating food that I didn't normally eat before, and I took a time to create a routine where I would dry brush my skin before every shower and Mm. lotion and just like take a lot of me time. I would meditate. I took hypnobirthing classes to just feel really calm. And Mm. all of that, I think, just brought me closer to my relationship with myself. And now postpartum, I've been able to not feel as bad when I don't get to work out for a couple weeks at a time or however long yeah. it goes between workouts, you know, like nine, I, nine months <laughs> people here. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes I get myself into a workout maybe every other day. And then some weeks it goes by and there's no workouts, you know? Totally. And I, if this was before I was pregnant, I would be pretty hard on myself and be looking at myself in the mirror. Now I just look at myself. I'm like, I don't know. I think my body looks pretty different than before I gave birth. And I, there's nothing that I'm critiquing really, you yeah. know, obviously we all have our bad days, but I love my body now more than before, and it's way different than it was before when I was at my quote-unquote best that I thought I was, you know, Mm -hmm. my, like, I went from my pre-wedding body that I thought was the best body I've ever had in my life, and now I'm after having a baby, and I feel great and just as good as I did before my wedding, so that's something really awesome because I was definitely nervous. I don't yeah. know. How do you feel about that? I love that you say that you took that time to work on yourself because that's so important because yeah. if we don't take that time, then it kind of hits us really mm-hmm. suddenly because postpartum, postpartum, I mean, you're constantly, well, if you're breastfeeding, you're constantly topless. Mm-hmm. You're constantly looking down. Mm-hmm. You do not recognize your body. And then you're looking at this little thing that you're like, hello, I need to keep you. Yeah fed and slept and alive and all these things and then you yourself feel like you don't even recognize yourself yep and so I thought about the women that it must have been really abrupt Mm. because Mm -hmm. I think the self-work beforehand Mm -hmm. is so important and I did that too yeah um surrendering yeah I think that there's a lot of pressure on women obviously to bounce back and Mm -hmm. I was like well that's not going to happen and I just feel like we just morph into a new body mm-hmm. and shape shift. I was thinking about this too, <laughs> like bouncing back. If we think of it in a different way, it can be bouncing back to feel good, yeah. like less on what your body actually looks like. Yeah. Not just pre- like, honey. Yeah. Like we should definitely try to feel really good postpartum. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's, you know, we were just talking about this before. Like, okay, I've noticed that when I drink too much coffee, even though I'm really tired from the night, my hormones are messed up from the night. Mm-hmm. So then when I drink coffee, I actually feel worse. So, okay, we're going to not drink as much coffee. I'll yeah. still drink coffee here and there, but it's figuring out those things. And that's helped me, I think, kind of bounce back in a sense that doesn't have anything to do with what my body looks like. Yeah. Just by kind of listening to my body and what I need during the postpartum time. I like that approach. So if someone's listening right now and mm-hmm. they're really, really struggling with mm-hmm. even like two years postpartum, mm-hmm. multiple kids, or even just somebody that doesn't have any kids right now is just doesn't recognize their body anymore mm-hmm. and maybe they've been really stuck, what would you tell her? Well, first of all, give yourself grace. It's really, really a lot and it's challenging being a new mom. It's mm-hmm. a lot mentally not only physically, you know, every one of us has a different labor experience too. So Mm -hmm. that's why you can never look at anybody and compare your experience or Mm -hmm. compare your body or where you are mentally, because it's just so different for every person. Um, So to take that pressure off of yourself, that there's some like end goal that you have to get to, or, you know, no comparing ever. (laughs) That just doesn't help. Um, But just taking your time to kind of add things in that make you feel good. So if that's just getting outside, not even for a walk yet, just get outside and like get in the sunshine. Mm. Or if it's cold where you live, just get outside and see outside, see the sky. That's Mm going to help you. Maybe you add in like a three minute meditation. If you don't have time for five or 10 minutes, you add in a three minute meditation. You add in a little bit of water. You just start adding in little things each day. Get a little more hydrated. All of those things are going to help you mentally feel better, which then helps you physically feel better. And it just kind of goes hand in hand together. And it's it's a cycle that goes together. <laughs> so you just want to put emphasis on all these little pieces of your life to start feeling the best you can because we can't control so much of postpartum. We can't control if our baby's not getting any sleep and we're just so tired every day. Mm. But we can control if we're exhausted and we maybe go outside for five minutes and put on a three-minute meditation and take a couple of breaths. That's going to help center you and feel a lot better going through your day. Mm. You know what Mm -hmm. there should be? Wow. Anyone out there that wants to do this, it's a great business idea. Um, Day-by-day postpartum meditation slash like chats Mm -hmm. that -hmm. are like, hey, day one postpartum. Yep. Two minutes. They don't have any more time Mm -hmm. than that. That's it. I know that you don't recognize your body. You're Mm -hmm. probably sleepless, but you got this. Mm -hmm. Let's see you tomorrow. Like Mm -hmm. something right there. Mm -hmm. By the URL. (laughs) I'm looking at Lacey. (laughs) And then postpartum, Mm -hmm. what is the number one thing that you have learned about yourself and even what you're saying about your relationships so much (laughs) first of all that I'm just not the same you know every mom told me this but you're just not the same person as you were before giving birth and I think that scared me I was like but why I like how I am this was what I kept saying the whole first month after giving birth I kept being like but I like me and I like my life I don't want everything to change and I think that's what I was holding on to and feeling a little resentful for maybe and as time passed and as we got into a better routine and as as your baby grows too like that first month is such a blur Mm -hmm. you know you're just trying to hold on to everything and try and survive and make it through (laughs) and as each month has gone by I've realized what anybody thinks does not matter first of all I have no time in my brain to care what anybody else thinks about me 
So that's great. (laughs) That's awesome to not have that pressure on me anymore. Um, All that matters is my relationship with my husband and my baby. So that's a really freeing thing and has freed up a lot of space in my brain. Um, But really just kind of stepping into this new version of myself. I don't know. I don't really have a word for it yet, but I've just let a lot of... um, expectations go that I had on myself. Um, things that maybe I've just taken more time to think about everything that I do in my day and have a little more intention behind everything. Um, do I love what I'm doing? Does it make me happy? You know, I still send in self tapes. I love acting still, but sometimes I don't, (laughs) I'm like, I hate doing this. I don't have time to send in a self tape. Do I, uh, is this worth it? Is this what I want to be doing? You know? So it's just taking the time to kind of look at everything and audit everything in my life and see what's bringing me actual real joy and what I'm doing because I think I have to do it. And that's been a huge learning lesson for me and a freeing lesson. When you look at Harper, what does she make you feel? Harper's the best. (laughs) She makes me so happy. My husband and I were always like, she's just, I just love her so much. (laughs) She's so cool and chill and fun. And Mm. I think she's going to be really funny and (laughs) she's just awesome. And I want to make sure that all of the things that I would have told myself to not worry about other people, what brings you joy, even if it's not what everybody else is doing, go for these things and then really go for those things. You know, Mm. I'm really excited to see whatever it is that she wants to do. Mike hopes she's a golfer. (laughs) (laughs) maybe she'll be a dancer who knows whatever she wants or she'll be a scientist I don't care but whatever she does I want to make sure that she really goes for it full force and I want and Mike and I always talk about this that we're going to be her supportive parents but also her coach Mm -hmm. like I want to be able to really help her get to the all the things that she wants to do and succeed in whatever it is so that in turn mirrors back to me and Mm -hmm. reminds me well if that's what I'm teaching her then all the things that I want to do, (laughs) I can go do all the things I want to do and achieve in life. And then I can teach that back to her. That's so nice. I do think there is a complete shift or maybe it's just Mm -hmm. the moms that I've been talking with. I don't know if we just become Mm -hmm. who we surround ourselves (laughs) with, but I think that there used to be all this pressure. Um, My parents weren't like this, but I have a lot Mm -hmm. of friends where their parents were like, well, no, you're going to go to school to be a doctor Mm. or well, this school is right here and it's a great price and it's a teaching school. So mm-hmm. you're going to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So almost deciding what you want for mm-hmm. your kids. And then now like for us, I, same thing. I can't wait to see what she's interested mm-hmm. in. And just and if she's into tennis, that's fun. We can play together. If she hates it, that's okay. I'll go play yep. with my friends and yep. she can do her own thing. And um, teaching independence and honoring what our kids yeah. are really interested in. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's funny. That's why I said (laughs) scientist in there too, because I grew up that way where my parents gave us full support in whatever we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And all three of their children wanted to do these, follow these crazy dreams, right? I wanted to be a dancer and actress. My sister is in the city right now dancing and following that dream. My brother had done all of these sports podcasts and, you know, so they're like, okay, we gave you this freedom. (laughs) You go, you really (laughs) took it. And, and then I have to remind myself, I'm like, oh yeah, she might just want to be not just, but she might want to be a scientist. She might want to be all these things that are totally different from what I wanted to do. And that's going to be okay. And I'm going to have to learn what it is she likes and follow her, follow her lead. (laughs) I love that so much. It's going to be fun. I want to go back to 
your relationship with Mike because mm-hmm. I feel like he should be here because we're talking about him. <laughs> hey, sorry about this. <laughs> um, because I do think that any anyone listening to that maybe is pregnant mm. or they're thinking about having kids and they're afraid that it will change their relationship with their husband. Mm-hmm. Now you guys were, you had like a day that you're <laughs> husband and wife. And, you know, how has it changed and what can they look forward to? Because mm. you know that yeah. trend on TikTok was right ju- now. That's what I was going to say. It's the so trend. Scary. It's with uh with Cassie and Nate. Is that his name mm-hmm. from Euphoria? About, and they don't look at each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's like postpartum. Mm-hmm. It's like pre pre kids. They like love each other, and then postpartum, mm-hmm. he like walks right past her. <laughs> they won't look at each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nice, and it's really scary for it's anybody. So scary. So first of all, we got engaged in 2019. So we at least lived engaged for a while. Mm-hmm. So, it kind, you know, we're in like almost married kind of phase mm-hmm. for a bit. At least we had that time. And here's the thing. Your relationship is going to change after you give birth. You've made a human. And like I said before, a lot of it is on the mom. Like it, it's a team effort for sure. But a lot of it, especially if you're breastfeeding, is on the mom. So, but that being said, it's a team effort. And it changes because you are learning now how to be new people together. We've, Mike and I have been together now for, I think, seven years. And now we have a child that's our responsibility. We've never really had anything that is solely our responsibility. We don't have a dog. We bought a condo. That's not even like a big house that we have to take care of. We don't have like big responsibilities that we've had to share before and learn. So that whole learning process that you do in the beginning of your relationship of just learning how to be each other, you've nailed that. Now you Mm -hmm. have this whole new thing that you do have to learn and kind of regroup yourselves and figure this new chapter out together. So it will change, but hopefully Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can communicate through it and get better on the other side. And I think that's the part where, if I'm being honest, it was hard for Mike and I, but we are, first let me say, Mike is an Aries. He's a triple fire sign. So all three of his signs are fire signs. And then I'm a Cancer. So I'm a water feelings kind of person. And then on top of that, we always make fun. I'm a Long Island girl. He likes to call me soft. And uh, and he's from Queens. So we are completely opposite but the same like everyone says Aries and Cancer are two signs that shouldn't be together he's so fiery and I just want to feel my feelings and cry so mm-hmm. this has already been a dynamic that we've worked through where we just are very uh even though I am a Cancer I can I can get very fiery so we are fiery and that's just how we are in general so for us in a postpartum phase in those first couple of months we we're fiery at each other and mm-hmm. and but that's how we are so we know that and if you know your partner, it's we were able to get through that. Yeah. And now we're on the other side of it. And mind you, I'm only seven months postpartum. It's not like it took us years and years. It was only a couple of months of this whole learning. It takes some time and you're kind of like moving through the kinks of all of it. Mm-hmm. And we come out on the other side and now we're so much better. We have a responsibility that we love so much and that brings us so much joy. It's so fun. And now we've learned how to be more flexible in our schedules. We've learned that maybe he needs five minutes to go sit in the garage or whatever it is alone. And (laughs) I need to (laughs) leave him alone. He's learned that I need a lot more support emotionally, Mm. physically, all of the things. I need a lot more than I ever did before. And it just took some time. It was just a little learning period of kind of like restarting. And 
now it's way deeper of a relationship because we have this amazing thing and already we want to have another baby <laughs> like we're ready like yeah. you know like we were just, I'm like I, I look at her and I'm like should we do this again I can't believe like and all of a sudden your brain just kind of forgets like it makes us oh, yeah. so crazy <laughs> like, I think something else too is like sleep deprivation is real mm-hmm. and if you let that control your relationship mm-hmm. no you can't it's just sleep and you will eventually sleep more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like first Harper slept for the first couple of months and then we got hit with the regression and that's where she stopped sleeping. So I think for us, it was that like in between period that we were like, what is happening? We almost got hit with a newborn at three and a half months. Yeah. And I think that was hard for us. That's where we were like, what is going on? Oh my gosh. And then we started sleeping again. And we realized that it was a lot of our fights were sleep, yeah. <laughs> were sleep deprivation. And, and if I would just go to sleep and stop trying to start a fight at two in the morning because <laughs> I'm exhausted, then we wouldn't be fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a big part of it, too, is to like take a step back, take a breath instead of just letting your postpartum emotions mm. and the hormones that are going crazy along with sleep deprivation drive you. But I think that kind of like really adds fire into the relationship if you're allowing your hormones and the sleep lack of sleep yeah to drive these fights I called one of my girlfriends Sarah you've met Sarah Baron Mm -hmm. and I was like is it normal to have a huge blowout fight Mm -hmm. at 1 (laughs) a.m and she was like yeah it's called the fight Mm -hmm. And she had one too. I have to have her on the podcast because mm-hmm. she can share because it's hers is hilarious. It's about um, she forced him to shave his face. I'll <laughs> have her share it. But it's like the most ridiculous thing yeah. that you're like, you know, they're, they're breathing too loud. Like it could be anything. Mm-hmm. And it's so elevated because you're sleep deprived. So of you. But Brian looked at me and I was like, we were both in the hallway. and um, And he was like, well, one of us needs to sleep, you know? And I looked at mm. him and I was, my boobs were milking and everything. And I'm like, obviously you mean yourself. <laughs> obviously you mean you need to sleep. Are you saying you need to sleep? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, I wasn't saying that. I'm saying one of us. And I was like, how are you going to feed her? And like, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. Yep. And this like newborn yep. just like crying. Yep. And the panic, like when, when you hear those first cries when you're a new parent, mm-hmm. It feels like you have to stop it right away. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, she'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We gotta take her time. Let's change her diaper beforehand yep. so she's comfortable. And yep. you know, it doesn't feel so uh, in your face. Like, oh, we have to solve this right now. Yeah, and I think yeah. realize, like, remembering that you married your partner for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mike is very calm. He doesn't show a lot of emotion ever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm looking for him to like jump up in the middle of the night when she's crying. He'd be like, oh, my baby, let me go get her. And yeah. that's not him ever. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, it was that noise. <laughs> yeah. Literally taking his time, rolling out of bed. Stretching. Meanwhile, I'm like, yeah. And, you know, falling back asleep for a few minutes. Then, <laughs> And then he'd be like, what? She's all right. Like, yeah. that's just how he is with everything. And I, I was looking for like, I don't know what I was looking for, but that's not my partner. (laughs) He's never been that way. So I don't know why I was thinking all of a sudden he would be this completely different person. Mm -hmm. And it's great that we are opposite in the way we are that like he balances me, you know, it's really great. And it's helped me a lot through early motherhood. So I think that's a really important reminder too. 
and we don't want to admit it. And I feel like our whole life we're like, it's not my hormones. This, this, I'm, <laughs> I'm not acting any type of way because of my hormones. But during the postpartum phase, like it's our hormones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Everything's heightened. It's heightened, and it feels so like it's you. Mm-hmm. You don't feel you don't have the release like when you're about to get your period or something. Yeah, you know, and you're like, okay, I know it's coming, and then all of a sudden everything releases and your hormones mm-hmm. go back. You don't get that release yeah. for the first couple of months, so you're just like, this is who I am. This is what yeah. it is. What you, you know, or at least for me, I thought it was like my whole entire personality and existence. And mm-hmm. then one day, I felt everything shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. I felt a hormone change, and I was happier. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden we weren't getting in those morning 1 a.m. fights. Mm-hmm. You know, you really just have to be patient through the first couple of months. Yeah. that's Patience is so big, like mm-hmm. with yourself, with your baby, mm-hmm. with your spouse. You know, what we'll do is Tori and I will work on the top 10 things to talk about before you have a baby yeah. with your spouse. And we'll yeah. put that in the show notes. Oh, I love that. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. We'll pin it on yes. Pinterest. Cute. I haven't, I haven't pinned in a minute. <laughs> I just really started my Pinterest game, which I don't know why I'm late to the game. (laughs) I used to love Pinterest. Now I'm like, should I pin this? Yeah, maybe Mm -hmm. like in a couple weeks. (laughs) I'm like way too chill. It's not top of the list right now. (laughs) It's so funny how kids will like also relax you in different things. Mm -hmm. Like you were just saying, like, I don't feel like doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, is that important right now where everything before was important? Now it's like, well, you know, I haven't really had a second to sit down and have coffee with my husband. So mm-hmm. we have this moment. So and this, this is what's instead. happening today. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. That is advice I give my little sister. If anyone's listening who doesn't have a baby yet, mm. I love to say to her, I didn't realize how much time I had, how mm. much free time I had before having a baby. You know, now, like we were just talking about, you have to schedule it all out and that's fine and great. And you figure out your new routine. But when you're younger and you don't have babies, you have so much time. You You know, I keep telling her, I'm like, Mm -hmm. don't just sit on the couch right now. Go do the thing. If you have a goal or a dream, go do it. Do all the things. Be tired from that. You know, go fill your days as much as you can to work towards your goal because there's going to be, you know, one day when you have kids, Mm -hmm. it changes everything. (laughs) Changes everything. Book a flight. Yeah. Do all the things. Go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You see a concert that you want to go to, go and do it. Stay at the cheapest hotel, whatever. Have a blast. Do all the adventures. And do things alone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do things that with your too. friends, but also like have some alone time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll, I don't think I'll be alone for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, a lot of people are counting on you. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is fun. The most and, beautiful you know. thing, but also like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like go for a walk by yourself. Yeah. That, that's nice. <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now... I mean, we're, it's so funny because, like, when you are first having a baby and you're a few months between other people, it's like you go to someone and you're like, oh, wow, you're you're ahead of me. Like, what's, what's mm-hmm. to look forward to? And then now you're seven months postpartum. I'm mm-hmm. like nine months. Mm-hmm. A- about nine months. Wow. Now it's, like, so close. Mm-hmm. So we're both coming out, mm-hmm. figuring out babysitters, child care, making time for ourselves. Do you have goals uh, right now that you really, really want mm-hmm. to achieve in the next year and the next two years that you want to talk about? Like what excites you? Mm. And then are you just like chilling? <laughs> um, I have a lot of things that I think I put on the back burner before. Like I was saying how I, I'd always just let other, mostly myself get in the way 
I'll let myself get in the way of the things that I really wanted to do. And so now I'm not doing that. And I have a lot of goals of the direction that I want content to be in that I put out um, and being more than just content, like an influencer. Like Mm -hmm. I have things, I think for a long time I was like, okay, I just want to like grow on Instagram, but now I have a much bigger vision than that. Um, And just being somebody for postpartum women, I've really enjoyed creating a community of moms. Um, that was another thing that I think I was holding on to a couple of months ago where I was like, I don't want to just be a mom. That's not, yeah. that's not it. I want to be something else. And while I am still more than a mom, of course, I love being a mom and I love other moms. And I think it's so much fun to talk about labor and delivery and postpartum mm-hmm. and being pregnant and, so and our husband and our husbands like I, <laughs> I love it I think it's so much fun yeah and and it's so helpful and I always say motherhood pregnancy postpartum it's the most unique experience yet the most relatable experience you know like every single person has something totally different that happens during the whole entire process from getting pregnant through their pregnancy through postpartum, but it's also so relatable. Mm-hmm. So it's this really fun conversation to have all the time. It's always different and mm-hmm. always new and you're always learning something or sharing something. So I think in the next couple of years, I just want to focus more on, or the next couple of months, I want to focus more on what I can do with that. Like I have, I'm happy to have a little platform that I, I'm still curating other moms in my little community and it's just been really fun. I really enjoy putting out things that excite me mm-hmm. and interest me. That's always been how it is. Like years ago when Instagram first came out, I would go find cute little places in New York city when I lived there just to share. Like I would get genuinely so excited. I'm like, everyone needs to see this cute place. And that's how I feel with motherhood. I love doing research and mm-hmm. finding these are the five changing tables that you should try and use, or these are the things that didn't work for me mm-hmm. and just chatting with everybody. So I don't have exactly all of the plans in place of what I want to do, but I know that all of this makes me happy. So kind of going with that and seeing what happens. I totally see that for you. Mm-hmm. I think right now, especially for what the world has gone through, mm-hmm. I think accessibility to community and other people mm-hmm is so important and then also feeling like it can be local Mm -hmm. and you can connect with people in real life Mm -hmm. i mean everyone everyone really wants to connect now in real life we've gone from being on the screens because that was we were able to connect with our family for a while yeah and then because i mean i was like so afraid of getting COVID, especially through ivf and then Mm -hmm. pregnancy that i was like i can't see anyone i'm not going to i worked way too hard to get pregnant at this point that like i'm not going to go anywhere Mm -hmm. the only time that i ever did anything is that everyone was tested like fully masked like i was like so strict because i'm like i'm not gonna have anything happen Mm -hmm. and so now it's like i love being just in places Mm -hmm. seeing people smile and Mm. you know just having a fun time i just went to a concert Mm -hmm. with brian we went to snoop Dogg. oh stop it (laughs) that's incredible it was was it amazing it was so funny i think i got like secondhand high though (laughs) because the amount of people that were smoking weed i was like i believe it i mean we were colette was um we weren't sure like why she wasn't sleeping too, so neither of us drank, mm, and so mm-hmm. we were just like sober at a Snoop Dogg concert, <laughs> Snoop. and Snoop. and it was actually so fun. 
we were that's just awesome. l- like being in a place where everyone was having a good time was mm-hmm. actually really, really refreshing. Mm-hmm. So I do think that for you and connecting with women um, within your community and then also mm-hmm. like locally mm-hmm. is, is just what people need. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. fulfilling a need is a business. Yeah. Fulfilling something that you feel like there's a void is such a business. Yeah. And then you think about our moms before their social media, before oh. they could like Google stuff, they depended on their neighbors. They I don't know how they their- were moms without Google, first of all. <laughs> no, <laughs> they went to their neighbor. They're like, how do I do this? And that's what we need to go back to that. Yeah. In a, in a, mm-hmm. in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like people could have kids the same exact age Mm-hmm. And live two doors down from each other and not talk to each other because they're yeah. on their phones yeah. instead. So how do we connect? How do we go back to like mm-hmm. how our moms did it? Because it just feels like those become your friends for a life. Yep. So hundred percent. Okay. I love this for you. We'll talk um, all the things about yes. how you want to create that. Also to that point, I was thinking about this the other day, how Google, I always say to my mom, how did you do this without Google? <laughs> but it's such a good reminder too that you're able to do this without Google and all of the things. Sometimes there's too much information. Mm, This is just for everyone listening that you're doing a great job. Mm. (laughs) You know, like there's just so much information and you're like, it could be this, it could be that. I don't know. Oh, it's this many ounces of everyone did this before reading every specific ounce of a pouch you're meant to give your baby, you know, whatever it is, you're doing a great job. (laughs) Doing a great job, mama. Um, My mom said that she used to call the doctor Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Like when Who something is thought? wrong. I know. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever like called our just pediatrician. Called. I just like make an appointment yeah. and I go. But yeah. otherwise I just like it's just Google. research and mm-hmm. figure it out. Lots of research. I'd love to know what is maybe a mantra that you've said to yourself or like one thing that you've held on to that has mm-hmm. really gotten you through some tough days. I say this to myself, but I also kept saying it to my daughter while we were learning how to latch (laughs) back in the very beginning, just that you can do hard things. Things Mm. are challenging and you can do it and you always have done it and you've made it through. And that has just really helped me on the hard days or nights or, you know, when it was more, more figuring out how to latch for breastfeeding. I just kept telling myself and saying it out loud to Harper that you can do hard things. And, I'm like crying yeah. thinking about you saying it to your daughter. Because <laughs> that's so mm. nice because when she's 12, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 14, mm-hmm. 18, big feelings. Yeah. yeah. And imagine if you're like still saying to her, mm-hmm. like, you can do hard things. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. You're oh my such God, you're really <laughs> <laughs> Still hormones, actually. Not really. I'm just like a crier. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no, my makeup running off my face <laughs> oh yeah we were talking to what you got here that like postpartum oh, you don't recognize yeah. your face anymore I just thought that too in the mirror this morning I was like wow my face is just different yeah we're, <laughs> our faces change I was like trying to put makeup on I'm like I don't know how to do a cat eye on these eyes <laughs> on these eyes <laughs> literally this morning on Instagram I just said I'm like I'm exhausted and I just don't put mascara on anymore that's just stopped yeah. I've just given up on that oh, wow, because mascara. I probably should just give up on it just have mascara running down my face although I am thinking about getting a lash lift oh. where it just holds your lashes open more oh, so yeah. that I don't have to put on mascara I have a kit here do you want me to do it <laughs> yes I've never done before <laughs> I need it. I got the the eyebrow lift kit. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's the same stuff for uh-huh. lash lift. So I have it's a dual kit, and that's downstairs. Have you used that one? 
The lash lift, like the no, lamination. No, the brow one. Yeah. I mean the brow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I've never done not, that at home before. It's not active right now. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing it on yourself. <laughs> when I put it on, I was like, wait. <laughs> if you get this kit, which I have linked to it before, it says don't like wash your brows for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Some people read it quick and think don't wash it off for oh, 24 no. hours. Oh yeah. And like I would do that. Bad reactions. Like they're probably so your dark. Your whole face like puffy puffy because oh, it's like a no. perm. Yeah. 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 Chemical. Because I've gotten laminate. It smells like that perm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So a lot of people accidentally keep it on for. <laughs> okay. If you get the kit, make sure you wash it off when wash you're supposed to. I'm going to do uh Tori's lashes after this and see what happens. <laughs> okay, especially these days, how do you live beautifully? Oh, I live beautifully by trying to my best to be in the present moment with my daughter and mm. my husband. Um, you know, we were talking about before carving out time for us as a couple or being present when I'm with my daughter, but my favorite days are our Saturdays together where we're the three of us and it's undivided time, undivided attention, and we have a whole day together. That's kind of been our routine now for the past couple of weeks probably, and it's just become my favorite thing to have that undivided attention for the three of us. Mm -hmm. And it makes me really happy about the life that we've created and just our little family together. It's, It's really fun. And that's when I'm most like, wow, life is really beautiful. Sweet. I'm going to cry again. (laughs) Picturing the three of you. I've seen your stories. Going out to brunch and it's adorable. We take Harper out on the golf course. Yeah. She's so cute. She's very fun. Okay. Where can everyone find you if they don't already follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Torsim, T-O-R-R-S-I-M. And you can find me on TikTok. I love TikTok where I just talk all the things that we basically covered today. And on TikTok, I'm Tori Simeone. I guess I'll spell it. T-O-R-I. <laughs> Tim and Tom. S-I-M-E-O-N-E. We'll put it in the show notes, everyone. You're so cute. Um, And then what about your website where you link all the products and things like that? And then on my website is the same as my Instagram, Torsim, T-O-R-R-S-I-M. And that's pretty much all the places you can find me, but I am working on fun things. So just stay in the loop. You can always subscribe on my website and that's where I'll put out all of any new info that's coming out. And I'm also very active on Instagram stories, so you can follow along there yay thank you thanks for having me i loved catching up with you this was so fun thanks for coming over (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in to live beautifully today i hope you loved this episode and that you feel empowered connected and of course inspired to live beautifully make sure you subscribe so you're the first to know when a new episode comes out i love seeing your reviews and hearing how this podcast is making a positive impact on your life So if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to leave a review. I read everything from you and it means the absolute world to me. I'll be sharing your reviews and stories on Instagram at Katrina Scott. Also for Ask Me Anything episodes, literally anything, text me on my cell at 213-205-3604. with anything you'd like to talk about. Title your text AMA for Ask Me Anything so I can look out for your message. 
Thanks again for tuning in and sharing this with your girlfriends. I cannot wait to chat soon. Let's live beautifully together.